Well, episode three's a little interesting. Alan B. Farrow. Documentary. HBO. Woody Allen. And his bullshit saga. With Mia Farrow. You know, someone that you supposedly love. Or have loved. And now you're fucking her kid. Acting like that's fucking some sort of like normal situation. Like, that's a normal course of action. Like, people aren't supposed to raise their fucking eyebrows to that shit. You know, the Clay Tablet Podcast, who fucking care? I mean, if you're on it, then you know what it's fucking called. That's what I always come back to. You need? Do I need, like, some promo music with the fucking thing so I look professional and a whole bunch of shit like that? And then whenever I do the, the videos, I'll have the intro to look so that you can fucking push the button and go ahead of it. I might put a banner down at the bottom for a second. Uh, you know, uh, the watermark deal, I guess. But I don't even fucking want to do that. You want to know why I don't want to do that kind of shit? Here, look. I'm talking about something else right now for a second. I don't want to do that kind of shit because then you got to fucking, you got to stick it into Da Vinci. You got to put all that shit on there and then re-render it and then pu- fucking post it. Otherwise, you can just post the motherfucker. And you don't even have to put the fucking graphics on. Why don't you just make good content, post the content, say fuck the rest. That's what I'm talking about. Clay with a K. It's fucking the clay tablet everywhere. Go fuck yourself. Alan V. Farrell podcast. Documentary. This is what we're talking about. This one. It's episode three. Well, so they call the goddamn police after the attic incident. If you don't know what I'm fucking talking about, you haven't either you haven't watched the fucking documentary or you haven't listened to the first two podcasts. So go fuck off and do what you need to do to catch up. You're going to show up to fucking class late? You understand? And then you need to fucking be caught up? No one's listening anyways. So who is there to fucking catch up? Anyway, so they call the fucking police after that shit. The police get involved. No. Fuck. What happens is... She starts talking to the kid, Mia, starts talking to Dylan, the blonde baby girl that he fucking wanted so bad, Woody Allen, that he was infatuated with, like to a disturbing level. And Mia Farrow, by the way, is like, she's still a good looking woman. Like, she's kind of weird. Like, she looks like just like the kind of woman you would expect to be working with UNICEF. Because she has that, like, that crimped, like, wavy hair. I guess that's her natural hair. So it doesn't, like, and she kind of dresses in a certain way. But I think if she, and she's, it looks like she's always kind of done that. Like, she don't give a fuck. Like, she was famous. She was hot when she was younger. She was, I mean, married to Frank Sinatra, for Christ's sake. I mean, she got Frank Sinatra-level pussy. I kind of feel bad for her. She seems like a good person. She does. If I had to fuck a cougar, I want to fuck Mia Farrow. Just like, you know, like we could bond on like spiritual levels. But she's a good looking woman. I like her. I like who she is. I like what she stands for. I mean, I don't want to fucking adopt 14 kids. But I appreciate the fact that she's doing that. And that makes her happy. And they seem like they're happy. So she takes Dylan down to the fucking pediatrician. There in Connecticut. And they start talking about it. Just that and the other. And on the first day, no, and then they go back and they, they, you know, it finally comes out. Well, the doctor is required to report it to the state. You know, he can't just sit on that information. So he calls her up and he says, you know, I got to tell you that 
I reported this to the state. I'm just giving you the heads up like I'm required by law. Which kudos to that. I mean, I think most doctors would. So now the fucking police are involved. You understand? So this is episode three. And I mean, they're like all up in the house, like taking evidence in the attic and this, that and the other and trying to fucking say like, well, so much happens. I mean, it's. I'm trying not to, like, skip ahead in the episode when when you're talking about it, but... Well, basically, it just gets down to, it's like, okay, so we gotta verify the kid's story now. I mean, you know, the cops show up, they do their thing, but, like, next step is we gotta verify the kid's story. So there in Connecticut, they send it to the Yale thing. The Yale Institute of uh, Child Molestation, or whatever the fuck it is. No, it's like child psychology. I mean, it's a prestigious deal. So they send it over there, well... Like, somehow, like, these people end up interviewing that kid, like, nine times or some shit. I mean, and it gets weird, and then next thing you know, because they're talking to the prosecutor this whole time. See, because nobody who defended Woody Allen is willing to give any fucking interviews. Because the whole time they're saying, like, we tried to fucking interview these people, they wouldn't respond, they won't get back to us. Like, nobody in the Woody Allen camp wants to fucking talk about it. Because they know this fucking shit is wormy as fuck and they know who he is. So they send the kid to the to get the interviews at the Yale Institute and then next thing you know, like, the Yale Institute is like, this is crazy and this is the fucking, this is the Connecticut DA is talking to you about this right now. He's fucking, and this is him saying, he's like, the next thing I know, they're on TV giving the results to fucking Woody Allen who's the subject of the investigation. And he's on the fucking steps of the hospital with a fucking podium and a bank of fucking microphones. Like he just fucking won the Super Bowl or something. Fucking talking about he's innocent and I've been cleared. And this fucking DA from Connecticut, I mean, he's sitting there going, what the fuck? You know, and this is in the early 90s when you like really can't get the word out. Like this is before all the stuff. Like in all honesty, like there should have been charges pressed against that fucking, that institute, that Yale institution for doing that shit, for doing it that way, for fucking with evidence like that way, uh, uh, a report commissioned by the state, handing the info over and doing all that, they should have, they should have fucking, I mean, I mean, are there no repercussions for doing shit like that? Because the deal is, see, the whole time, like his fucking PR machine, see, and I didn't really realize, like, I'll be honest, Like, I didn't really realize quite how big of a deal Woody Allen was. Like, especially, like, he's a big deal, like, not only nationally and and, in Hollywood and with actors and all that stuff, but, like, he's a fucking big deal, like, in New York City, which that's a fucking big deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize, like, how many, like, layers of being a fucking big deal he really was. I mean, I, I knew he was famous, you know, but I didn't, and he's making like so many movies, so you know he's got the money to fucking make anything happen. He can, he's got the PR agent, he's got the lawyers, he's got all that shit. Abramovitz. So he got the machine rolling against this fucking investigation the whole time anyway. He's talking about, it's just her making up shit because she's fucking mad that I'm fucking her kid now. 
you know, when he comes out at the Plaza Hotel, because that's the first thing he does. As soon as this goes down, before any of this other stuff happens, as soon as this investigation starts, he's at the fucking plaza giving a fucking his lowdown on this fucking situation. Controlling the narrative. Getting it pushed out that Mia Farrow's fucking just mad about this. And she a crazy bitch. I just want to go, like, do you fucking blame her? Like, you're fucking one of her kids. And so now she's saying that you're fucking another kid who's younger. Because he out there fucking talking about, like, I fell in love with one of her adult children. And you just fucking want to say fucking adult children. I mean, like, like you're, you're willing to fucking talk about, like, the bullshit, like, when she was an adult. But you ain't talking about none of that fucking whenever the doorman says she's coming over her senior year all the time in the middle of the day. This, that, and the other. Coming to the house, what the maid's fucking talking about, that apparently was in fucking court testimony, because they're reading it off on fucking HBO. So he comes out that, so he's pushing that narrative the whole time, that she's fucking crazy, you know. And then they got some fucking deal, like somebody comes up. This is the thing I hate about fucking goddamn science, and especially psychology, but it, it, it pervades all science. Like, just because somebody thinks of something to say and gives it, like, a term and a fucking name doesn't mean it's legitimate. So when this dude comes out and fucking says it's parental alienation, and it's usually whenever the woman's fucking scorned and mad about some shit, and so she fucking makes up stuff that the father's molesting the fucking kids. And he starts writing books about it. This fucking guy. And then so, like, somehow that has fucking credence about the shit with the thing. And there's no evidence to fucking back this up, like statistical evidence to back this up at all. So they're pushing this. So they're pushing all these narratives. And see, Mia Farrow, see, she's not that kind of woman. She's not a vindictive cunt. See, that's the problem is she's not a vindictive cunt. She's not somebody who fucking, you know, is wanting to like. I mean, I'm trying to. Like, she doesn't really want to, like, fight this battle on these fucking levels. She just wants, like. The kid that that he fucking brainwashed, fucking groomed, that he's fucking now married to. Which, you know, okay. Like, are those his kids or do they adopt children? They probably adopted you. I don't even know. He's probably molesting those kids. Allegedly, maybe, in my opinion. All that fucking bullshit. You know, who's the fucking say he's not? I mean, you see how this fucking worm acts. He's been pacified. You haven't heard fucking nothing of him. He got kids like wherever. He's probably molesting them. Getting them groomed up just right. But see, Mia Farrow, she's not wanting to fuck with this on that level. She just wants her kid to be safe. She wants this to go away. She wants it to stop. Like, you know, she just wants like her family back before this motherfucker come in and did all this shit and fucked everything up. So she's not really like trying to fight. Because you see, like he gives this whole fucking speech on the steps of the fucking hospital. Says all this fucking shit. Mia Farrow fucking gets up there right afterwards and just says, like, I just want the best for my kids. You know, and then people are coming out. They're saying rightly so. You know, this fucking hospital, they acting like they're the ones who do the exoneration. And the DA's going, yo, motherfucker, like, I'm the one who decides shit. But meanwhile, they got a simultaneous investigation in New York. They got that happening with the Child Protective Services. So this black lady, the supervisor, right? And I like her. She stands by her shit. She's fucking the real deal. She assigns this fucking black dude 
I'm just telling you, I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with race, but that's just who these people are. So she sends the fucking black guy over there to fucking interview Dylan, to talk about it, just fucking see what's going on, talk to everybody, see what happened with the incident and this, that, and the other. Well, next thing you know, he's getting fucking fired because the mechanisms above him and shit are fucking, the wheels are turning and it's trying to protect uh, Woody Allen. And he won't change his stance and he won't go away and all that kind of crap. So he ends up having to, like, you see everything that just fucking went on? Because I guarantee you what went on at that Yale Institute was his lawyer and the people he hung with, they knew the people that ran that fucking institute. And they said, this fucking wife's crazy. And they said, okay, yeah, we'll deal with it. Because they threw all the notes away from the thing and all this fucking shit. And then these doctors get on. They say, man, you never fucking throw your notes. That, that's what I'm talking about. You threw the notes away to the to the biggest fucking deal. The biggest case, child abuse case, that's ever going to come through your fucking hands and situation. You threw the fucking notes away too? Dude, it's so fucking shady. And that's why whenever the... Well, okay, I don't want to get ahead of myself. So anyways, back to the New York investigation... The fucking black guy, the dude on the ground, the field worker, you know, for the chop CPS, he got a fucking suit to just get his job back. I don't even know how he didn't get fucking money out of that motherfuckers for doing him like that. Man, she can be so fucking corrupt and wrong to the core. Like everybody's like trying to like wants to like handle this. Like they say, oh, well, we know what it's like. You don't know shit about Woody Allen. Like, because he comes by and gets fucking, like, he gets, what are they called? A permit. He gets a movie fucking permit down at fucking City Hall, and you hear about it, and then he has to pay taxes on it and and shut the fucking street down. So all of a sudden, you fucking know about it. Like, you're the mayor. Like, you know about his fucking private life and whether or not he fucking did. That has nothing to do with anything. And heaven forbid you're going to do the right thing. I mean, you're going to say, like, we're going to fucking send this guy out. And I mean, I can understand, like... You say, we're going to fucking send this guy out. And I would even go as far to say, like, we need to send, because he was apparently, he was the best one. He got an award for, like, being the best, like, you know, field officer, caseworker. I guess that's what they call him, caseworker at CPS. Well, we need to send him out, and then we need to send, like, another one out from, like, even a different district. Like, we're going to bring them in. We're going to have them both go check this situation out. And we're going to see what they both have to say about this. I can understand. Like, because this is so high profile and this is a thing. I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, let's not act like this is like just a run of the mill average citizen bullshit. It's because it's not. But then when these guys come back and they say, we believe the child. And then they, I mean, how are you going to, like, what gives you the fucking right to say, to tell this guy, no, you're fucking wrong? Because that's essentially what they did. They just said, no, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. It's a scorned woman. And he won't back down. Then he's fired for insubordination. Fired for insubordination. Man. I don't even know what to say about that shit. I can't believe he didn't get no money out of that ass. But then, okay, so, but he does talk to, okay, so the black guy from New York, caseworker, at some point, he gets to talking to it was it was a black woman, a different black woman who was working at the Yale Institute. She was essentially low level. I don't. She might have even been the doctor though, but like she's low level in her institute. She's the one doing the interview. Like she's down on the ground on this thing. She's not the higher up. So they get to talking, 
And it turns out, like, she's fucking saying that she believed Dylan. And they come in over the top, and they fucked with the situation. And they're even talking to Dylan at this point as an adult. They're talking to her, and they're saying, like, she felt like when she was in there, like, if she said things, like, consistently, they said, this is rehearsed. Like, this is how she's getting it put off on her. And then she said, like, if I changed one word... They said you're being like she's feeling like it was wrong and I was being inconsistent. Like one fucking word about the story. But then this one lady broke it down. She's like, it doesn't matter like how she was saying it. She was always consistent about it was in the attic. He touched me here during this time frame. Like you see what I'm saying? Like the who, what, when, like those parts were consistent. That was fucked up. I mean, it's like some of the fucked up shit I've seen in a long time. I mean, just as far as like just being like, I just don't really understand like why people are so willing to cover up for fucking pedophiles. Like, or somebody who has a fucking allegation like that against them. I mean, because they go and they talk to everybody and all the kids are saying and the the, the tutor and the two babysitters like in the attic incident, they're fucking saying we was looking for them and we couldn't find them. We couldn't find them for like 20, 30 minutes or whatever it was. So it's not like, it's not like you can't, you know, it's not one of these situations where Woody Allen's like, motherfucker, I was making a movie in LA during these allegations. Or I was, I mean, somewhere else. Like he was there. Like he was fucking there. There have been multiple people who have seen these lap incidents and the sucking on the thumb thing. Stop. You're already fucking one of her kids. As soon as that kid turned 18, you was fucking that kid. And then nobody's supposed to have questions about this? That's what I don't fucking get. Because all that stuff with Suki Yu, or whatever that bitch's name is, has already come out before the stuff with Dylan. And then your your fucking, your spidey sense isn't fucking ding, 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 ding. You're fucking not saying ding, ding, ding. You're not giving me ding, ding, ding? That's just what I don't understand. I don't understand. I just don't really understand. Like, I just, like, I just don't... I just don't understand why you want to fucking do that. I mean, like, how does it, like, help you to fucking back up Woody Allen on this? Like, if you're the mayor of New York. Like, like, seriously, like, how does it help you, like, find it, like, New York financially? Like, are you, like, personally, financially, all that shit, to back him up on this? You don't have to not back him up, but don't fucking just blindly back him up. Just be like, well, we'll fucking see where things go. Well, so next thing you know, here he goes, files for custody. Which they say, that's the number one move of fucking abusers. Here, we're filing for custody now. Well, things didn't fucking get to go his fucking way. Because they bring all this fucking shit in there. All that testimony we've talked about from the babysitters. I don't know if they brought the, the Mia's sister in. But they brought the fucking babysitters in. And I guess that's when they brought in the doorman and the fucking maid. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say that that happened at that trial. I don't want to say that. At that particular trial. But they're talking about that. I mean, it should have been because it's relevant. You know what I mean? Because if you're fucking my 17-year-old daughter, it probably, that probably was when. But anyway, they bring in all that stuff. And there's some of these reporters, they're fucking like going, 
Because they're talking about it. They're like, man, we were Woody Allen fans big time. Like, I can't watch a Woody Allen film now. Because, see, they were deep in the thick of it, and they saw everything that was fucking going on. Like, not everybody else is keeping up with all this shit in the fucking mid-90s. You understand? Because, I mean, I'll, I'll be I'll be fucking honest. Like, I know Woody Allen's a fucking big deal, and I'm not saying that there's fucking people, like, down in the South that don't like some Woody Allen, but he is not definitely not worshipped in the fucking South like he is in New York, like, while all this is fucking going on. Like, he's just not that big of a fucking deal. Like, fucking John Wayne is. Like, you you understand what I'm fucking talking about? He just New York fucking nerdy fucking trash. Like, that a whole bunch of fucking people down here don't relate to. Just Jew trash. Just, you know, child molesting Jew trash. Like, you know, nobody gives a fuck about him. With his Jew ass name and his fucking... His neurotic fucking... You know, because Like, if you're talking about, like, being from the South, like, you start talking about all that neurotic shit, like, that's just viewed as, like, weakness. Like, where I'm from. So people aren't keeping up with all this shit. So you don't know about it. But all this stuff comes out. Like, even the... Like, when she... Because Mia Farrow's recording videotape, Dylan talking about it, you know, there's some footage. And that gets submitted to the court. And then they start looking through this damn report from the Yale office. You understand? And they start saying, well, this fucking report's fucking bunk as fuck. And then at this point, you got to produce the notes and the bullshit for the stuff. And and they don't have it. And the judge says, huh? Like, well, then this ain't like credible. And then the judge just fucking, I mean, essentially, I mean... You know, there's probably, like, it's scathing and and pretty much, like, just reads him the fucking riot act as far as fucking what you've been up to, to Woody Allen. And he doesn't even get custody of his kids. Like, I mean, and that doesn't tell you something? Like, a judge came in and says, like, pretty much, like, you can't see the adopted kids at all. And then you can see your fucking biological son with supervised visits. I mean, I think that was pretty much the ruling. I mean, when you just want to get down to it. And he was saying that he thinks Dylan's believable. The girl, the blonde haired baby that he was needed so bad to have around and was infatuated with. And then they're talking about, like, at some point, they're fucking saying the parents at Dylan's school fucking saw that and thought that it was fucking weird how he was fucking infatuated with the little baby Dylan. Promising her that we're going to Paris. You hear this now? You're going to be in my movies. You hear this now? While he fucking licking her butthole in the attic while she played with the toy train. Licking her fucking butt. The only reason he didn't keep on molesting her is because he got... Really, this is what I was fucking honestly thinking about. Like, he really, like... He wasn't committed to the pedophilia like he needed to be. Because he should have just left Mia Farrow out of it and just adopted his own kid and just molested that little girl like on his own and just had his own. You know, and just turned her out. Then had it made her commit suicide with drugs because you got herself fucked up, you know, and then just have her overdose when she's about 16 or 17. When you get tired of her, she's too old and she's starting to get mouthy. But I mean, like, seriously, though, I mean, I am serious. Like when I'm talking about like he what he really wasn't committed, like because he was making too many movies and she she was from a good family. That's another deal. She had a real good relationship with Mia Farrow with her mom. And so she knows that these things are wrong because she's not seeing a whole bunch of other crazy shit go on, like a bunch of alcoholism and 
and other people getting molested and violence and all this other stuff going wrong. So she's like, he kind of like he stepped into the wrong kind of situation. You understand? And he thought he was going to be on the up and up. It was all going to be good. But he's like, that's I'm serious. Like he's making like these movies and he's not putting enough time in to groom this child. Like I think, I mean, cause I would think that it would take like, it would take a lot of effort, a lot of time, a lot of resource. Like it's going to take, you're going to have to really do this thing. If you're going to make that happen and make the kid like be quiet about it. That's the other part. See, he worked the kid into the situation, but essentially like he just ends up showing up out of fucking nowhere and just goes, grabs the kid, takes her to the fucking attic, doing weird shit. Talking about, I have to do this. Cause he's a fucking pedophile in his brain. He's a fucking kook. He's nasty. He's, he's disturbed. He's, he's Satan. He's atheist. Anything goes. You know, he's a nasty person. He's a, he's a, he's a piece of fucking shit. You know, he's a neurotic weirdo who, who just sits there, who just sits there and just fantasizes about hanging out with 17 year old girls and fucking young pussy. And he finally got his hands on some young pussy, that 17 year old pussy. He wants like seven year old pussy now. He wants to get in bed with the seven year old now, and we want to we want to do this thing now. He wants his dick sucked by the seven year old. Suck on my thumb and do this with your tongue, and that's how you need to do it. And act like that's. I mean, I can't imagine. I got nieces and nephews. If I saw somebody, other than their mother, even their dad's doing that shit, but you know you can't say nothing. But if I saw anybody else. And they were sucking their thumb. And I know like if the kid's little and everybody's like sitting around and it's like a one-off thing. You, you know what I mean? Like for a second and like, oh my God, look at that. Like, okay, that's fine. But like if this like is initiated by whoever this is or this like becomes a thing, like that's going to be a fucking problem. If I got anything to fucking say about it. God damn. Well, I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, how it goes. And then he can't fucking, he really can't see the fucking kids now. You know, the whole time, like, she's recording shit. These phone calls. And you can tell he's a fucking real piece of fucking shit. Because he'll be saying stuff like, he'll be saying stuff like, well, you'll have a chance to prove that. Because she's going, why are you fucking doing this to me? Because these are her kids. Like, fuck him. Like, acting like I adopted some of them. Like, he only fucking did that so that he could... Ugh. Like, he don't give a fuck about them. He don't even give that Ronan Farrow his fucking last name. Unless the Ronan Farrow changed his last name, which I could understand. But I don't think that's the case. And all this goes on, and then he just still just kept on making movies. And all these women, these Me Too women... They just fucking kept on making movies with his ass. You know how many fucking movies have been fucking made? And then, and then, and like, I'm, you know, he's like a Hollywood star from now on. He didn't like slow none of his shit down. Hollywood will forgive anything except for traditional values and like righteousness. And any kind of like just conservative like thought towards a situation. Like anything that wants to be reserved and, and, and have dignity and be dignified. I swear to God, if it turns out like Steven Spielberg's a fucking child molester, I, I quit. 
You know, I mean, it just, it's, it does. It like almost like seriously, it's like, are all y'all down there just, is that what happens whenever you just get a level of like fame and money? Like, this is just what it all just fucking boils down to is just 17 year old pussy. And then you just go down from there. Is that just what it just all fucking boils down to? Like all the cults, you know, the cult leaders, like that's just what it, it's all this Jesus and praise and, sanctimonious bullshit and judging everybody and getting everybody in line and then it's all just about that money and 17 year old pussy i don't know like sometimes i don't i don't know if i'll be able to be successful because i don't know if i'm a big enough piece of shit i don't know like it like to me it's just like how do you have the fucking grind that you need to be able to have and to keep at it and to keep going, and the diligence, and the focus, and the want, and the desire, and the insanity to just keep fucking doing that, and never fucking let off the fucking gas. That's essentially, like, one of my problems. Because this motherfucker is making, like, he's making a movie, like, every nine months, writing them all, make a movie. With huge stars, big movies, all kinds of shit. Some of them are great, some of them ain't so great. But it don't matter, because he's just still, he's just pumping them out, pumping them out, pumping them out. All this fucking shit goes on. All of this shit goes on. He doing all of this. And then still people are fucking talking about. And it's even a weird thing. Even with Dylan and Mia, uh, Mia Farrow to some degree. Which I guess it, because it is a weird dynamic. But that's part of that's part of the that's part of the wolf. That's the that's the sheep's clothing part of it. Is they come in and it is great and he's nice and he's caring and he's playing and it's a thing and he's successful and it's all this stuff. But then there's this what it's really about. It's really about up in the attic. We gotta get up in that attic alone. Whenever I show up. Because it turned out like I thought that you that seventeen year old pussy was gonna pacify. I thought that was going to make it, you understand, you know, like that was going to be, yes, but it turned out that wasn't enough. So I need, I need some of that seven year old allegedly, maybe, you know, denied because I'm sure everyone's lying. I'm sure everyone's lying and I'm sure all the experts from, you know, the psychologist that was living in Mia Farrow's building to the other one, to the parents at the school where Dylan went, to the babysitters, to the caseworkers, to the doctor at the Yale, like everybody, and the mom and Mia and the the the, the family friends. I'm sure they're all wrong and lying. That's what I'm sure about. I mean, really, like if you think about it, that is the most plausible. <laughs> That's the most plausible. Like, if you were to say, what is reality, like, of this situation? Like, I don't know. I can't prove anything. Like, like, what is the most plausible? Really, the most plausible is, is that Woody Allen is telling the truth and everyone else is lying and wrong and, and misconstruing the situation. Like, they're just not seeing. Like, you don't know. Like, you, you're just not. Okay. Okay. Clay Tabba podcast. Episode 3, Alan V. Farrow. You know, it is what it is. I love to say that saying because it's the, it's like a, it's a stupid fuck. I love to say it. Yeah, it is what it is. You know? 
Because it's just, you just drop it in, it is what it is. Because that's what you got to say about shit. Like all this shit, you know? Yeah. Fucking Ukraine war is what it is. This, that, and that, you know what I mean? Gas price is $6 a gallon. Well, it fucking is what it is. What are you going to fucking do about it? Nothing. Hopefully you can start making some goddamn fucking money.